Happy Monday, friends. This week's episode brings us Jennifer Buckler. She is my cousin, as well as a licensed clinical professional counselor and board-certified art therapist. She takes us through art therapy and dives a little bit deeper into what that entails and the benefits that it has on her clients and the things that she's seen herself with her own art. Listen, enjoy, and have a great day. How are you? Doing okay. How are you doing? Good. I'm a little bit tired, but yeah. Yeah, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, I saw that you were, were you with your nieces earlier? Oh, what was you saying? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was just, (laughs) yesterday I went to like this Korean spa. um, And it was fun. Yeah. They had all these different like sauna rooms and like crystal rooms and meditation rooms and stuff and oh that sounds like up my alley yeah it was really nice really relaxing but now I'm kind of a little tired because I am so relaxed from yesterday but it was really great (laughs) yeah no I love that I actually meditate in the morning with my crystals so (laughs) yeah yeah Um, my mom's like oh you need to pray and I'm like okay (laughs) well yeah hey mom (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, uh, went with my niece to like this arcade place and it was super fun. Yeah. Cute. Cute. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Mm-hmm. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So for the listeners out there, uh, you know, just share a little bit more about your background first, kind of like what you do and we'll go from there. Yeah. Um, so I am an art therapist. Um, I started, uh, I learned about art therapy back when I was in high school. Um, yeah. And art was really like a path for for me to like express like my emotions and my feelings. Um, like my family that I had grown up with, they weren't really, um, good at like expressing their feelings or emotions and like, sorry, I'm only laughing because you know, my parents. (laughs) Because we are family. (laughs) And yeah, yeah. I think it's like a cultural thing. I think it is too. Yeah. Yeah. So like my mom um, is from the Philippines and so I'm first generation and Mm -hmm. um, yeah, in the Philippines and I think in a lot of Asian cultures, like people don't really talk about their emotions often. Um, Right. Kind of learn to like, you know, just suck it up and try your best. Everybody's going through. Yeah. Like, why are you special with, you know, your struggle that you're going through? Like, right. But, um, so yeah, so art was like a way for me to express like my feelings and stuff. And I really saw like the therapeutic value in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I kind of discovered it, um, through like a, it was like a career exploration class actually in high school, which. Oh, that's so cool. Cause we didn't even have, like, I guess I didn't you know, like back then, like when we were in high school, like what we had at our school was more like therapy in the sense of like counseling and like psychiatry side, not like any of the art therapy, environmental therapy, any of that stuff. So that's cool that you guys got to explore that. Yeah, I think I was lucky that I found that out because um, I think a lot of people take those career exploration tests and they're just like, what does this mean? Like, yeah, but, um, yeah, I was surprised to see art therapy on there, and I looked up more about it and thought that was a really good fit for me. 
Um, and I started volunteering with like art classes uh, with special needs in like high school. Oh, okay. Um, in college. And so it got me more interested in studying. Um, so yeah, I studied art and psychology in uh, my bachelor's degree and then went on to master's in like um, art therapy and counseling. So. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know. So I guess I didn't realize that that was kind of something that you had already had in your mind going into college because I knew you were going like for art because you were always really good at it. Um, but I guess I never really knew, you know, behind the scenes of it. So that's cool that you got to kind of experience those different things. So what kind of made you want to do, um, you know, how you said it's kind of like your way to express things. So what's kind of like the difference between that and like music therapy? Like how would someone benefit from art therapy versus like a music therapy or environmental therapy? Yeah, I think with like art therapy, um, it's a good way to like visually see, um, maybe like express your emotions and like take a look Mm -hmm. back at your art and see if maybe you can, um, become more self-aware, maybe see some themes that you wouldn't have seen if you had made the art. Um, and then sometimes when you're making art, it can be really stress relieving. Um, yeah. The act of painting or doodling or coloring or whatever art form is like helpful for you. Um, I think those are kind of the benefits of like art therapy. So what kind of, I guess, when you're uh, working with, you know, your, your, do like patients or uh, the people that you work with for art therapy what's kind of something that you noticed or or you notice as like a like I guess like a theme or you know kind of depending on like what their behavior is like if they have like anxiety versus someone who has like depression or special needs like do you see like any common themes amongst their art um it's a good question (laughs) um I do like see like people that have maybe problems with anxiety. Um, like you can tell the energy in their artwork, maybe there yeah. might be more, like erratic lines or different things like that, or it might be a little bit more like not as organized. Um, so you can kind of see like their anxiety through the art that they're making and maybe yeah. kind of cathartic for them to like get that anxiety out onto like paper on. Uh, into their artwork um yeah yeah and then like depression um themes with that I I see a lot of like maybe like darker colors like muted colors so like mine (laughs) yeah maybe that makes (laughs) sense (laughs) to get your feelings out express your emotions yeah like that or maybe there might be some more like isolated figures or things like that okay you know that people when they're feeling depressed can feel kind of isolated or lonely so you do kind of see some of those themes like pop up in the artwork yeah so I know yeah and well I was just curious because it's just interesting to see kind of the different artwork that people do I mean obviously like your artwork is going to be different than my artwork just in general because we're two individual people but I was just kind of curious as far as like emotionally or you know whatever type of mental behavior that they're trying to cope with or deal with um if there was like a difference between um those type of patients if you've seen that so that's cool that makes sense with the erratic lines and stuff like that though too (laughs) because I do feel when I myself because I have the depression anxiety so I myself when I'm doing my artwork it's very much like very dark jewel tones and um like it's very more abstract um, 
unless I'm like obviously making something for someone, then it's like going to be catered to what they they like. But I've kind of noticed that that my art kind of differs from like how I'm feeling from day to day, which is kind of crazy to think about. So kind of walk me through a little bit about what you do kind of with your patients on it, like a daily basis. Yeah, um, I guess it depends like on the topic of that day or how uh, my clients are feeling, like what's going to be helpful for them. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, sometimes we do like some doodling. Um, I'll have like some essential oils and maybe some relaxing music. And that day is more just about like stress relief or something like that. Um, yeah. If there's more of an issue going on with their family, maybe we'll do some artwork around like their family relationships, their family dynamics, a family portrait, and like explore that more. Um, so yeah, it really depends on on the person and like what they're doing. Okay. And then sometimes they may not even be interested in making art, and maybe that mm-hmm. or just like talk therapy. So just really okay. on, like what the client's going through that day and what's helpful for them. So do you do it like on an individual basis, like with your patients or do, is it like a group setting? Yeah, I I do individual and group. Um, Okay. Yeah. The group is, you kind of have to get a feel for how everyone you do like. a. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like ask is like, how does that kind of work with the group settings versus the individual settings? Yeah. It's a little bit easier with individual to like cater to that person, but in a group, Mm -hmm. kind of trying to figure out what the group needs at that time. So a little different yeah and they've done it before where we've had group art therapy projects where we'll do like a round robin where um people add like messages or like images of support onto along and then they have like this message of support to take with them if they're feeling oh that's cool and like motivation or like support or things like that but just as an example group art therapy yeah that makes sense. And so I guess with the group therapy, do you guys kind of, is it, is it the kind of the same patients throughout each group therapy? Cause I know uh, one thing is that's important is definitely to build that consistency and that kind of familiarity with the same kind of therapist that you're seeing. Um, but as far as like the group therapy goes, is it kind of, does it cater to kind of like what each like group is like more leading towards? So like, for example, like if group A was more, you know, like their behavior was more like anxiety ridden or um, like relationship based versus like group B would be more, I don't know, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, um, I don't know, body image issues, you know, I'm, I'm just throwing examples up, but is there like different, like, do you guys usually kind of collect them like that? Or is it just kind of a, whoever you have in that same group from week to week and then kind of seeing what they are kind of focusing on yeah like where I'm at right now um we don't really like group them by need but I have been at different settings where we do like base them on the need so like there would be a group of like that is focused on like people um struggling with depression or a group with people that are struggling with um anxiety or different things like that or aggression or ADHD or different things that they're struggling Mm -hmm. with um but at my current um setting I'm working with like adults with physical disabilities okay um and so that's kind of like the I guess what they have in common together right um so it's not really focused on like maybe a specific mental health issue so I kind of check in with them but um 
for the people that I work with um, that have disabilities, it's um, a lot of the art is usually around like stress relief or like building confidence in themselves and in their abilities. Okay. Um, and just exploring more of their identity and even just making a small choice of like what art material to use or like what color mm-hmm. to use. Um, I think probably helps them a little bit more to have like a little more control in their life. Um, yeah. Some of you kind of depend on like caregivers and things like that. That so right. It's kind of like a source of confidence, I think, for them. And we usually have an art show at the end of the year where they get to kind of show off some of their skills. Oh, fun! Cool year. So yeah, we're looking. Okay. That's awesome. And as far as I'd love to know a little bit, know a little bit more about like what you guys do in the sense of um, kind of like building their confidence with, with art. Cause I never really thought of art in that sense um, versus the stress relaxation, that kind of stress relieving, um, you know, like relaxation part of it. So what's kind of something that you would do um, in a general sense of trying to bring out that inner confidence in someone with through art yeah I think like sometimes it's even just encouraging them that they can be creative Mm -hmm. because I think a lot of the times when people are growing up you know they're getting graded in art classes and they yeah I'm not good at it I don't want to do art anymore and so I think a lot of it is just encouraging them to like create art and not have judgment about their art or what it means or what other people might think about Mm -hmm. it a bit more as like a therapeutic practice and that it's you know this can help you express yourself or um help you feel better but yeah sorry I just kind of lost my train of thought but (laughs) you're fine (laughs) no that makes sense I mean it's I guess that's it's funny that you say that because I just was thinking like sometimes like some of my friends are like you know I'm just not artistic but in the set in in the aspect of you know, stress relieving, um, doing any of that stuff. It's like, it's all about perspective. So it's, I mean, you can even adapt that to life. I mean, you know, what I might find as like artistic work might be different than what someone else does. So I love that you guys, um, work through kind of encouraging to kind of just express themselves, um, how they want to express, because again, going back to what you said about, you know, in school, like getting graded on your artwork, it's like, well from my point of view it was great but like even though from the teacher's point of view like my pinch pot was shit like, <laughs> like, I, I don't remember pinch pots so funny my mom kept the ugly this is a sm- slight tangent my mom out of all the things so she kept like like pretty much like all of my brother's stuff okay yeah. whatever that's fine but I was never it's funny because I'm I'm artistic, but when when it comes to anything with clay, I am so awful at like oh. I made this like I think it was in like third or fourth grade. I made this pinch pot, and it was so ugly. I mean, like it <laughs> it was honestly like you'd probably you probably actually have seen it at our house because it's been sitting in the house for like years oh. as a pen holder, right? But yeah. so finally, when I was like moving out, I was like, mom, why don't you just throw this away? And my brother was like, it's a great pen holder. I'm like, it's supposed to be a pinch pot. Like, <laughs> but I just like, I was like, it's so ugly. My mom's like, well, you know, you always said that I don't keep any of your stuff. I'm like, out of all the things you could have kept. Yeah. Kept to that. Like, yeah. yeah. I have a oh, lot was... of art relics too at my parents' house. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, why is this hanging up? Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, the ornaments are the absolute worst because like the ornaments I made as a kid, it oh, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, going back to back to the art therapy part. Right. But yeah. um, <laughs> so do you guys at the place that you currently work at? Do you guys do um? Is it just strictly art therapy, or is there different departments like um, music therapy or um, just general like counseling? Yeah, we do have other forms of therapy. Um, so I'm like in charge of the art therapy, but I also help with like contracting and finding volunteers for adjunct services. So we do have okay. therapy. Um, we have a dance instructor that does like adaptive dancing for students. Oh, cool. And we've brought students out to adaptive rock climbing, adaptive swimming. So there's just a lot of different opportunities for them to um, explore like recreation in a more like therapeutic way, I guess. Um, That's awesome. Out of different forms. Yeah. And we also have like things like occupational therapy and communication yeah. therapy. That, so. That's awesome. So what's kind of something that has been like your most humbling moment um, up until this point? through the work that you do yeah um humbling like as in maybe like a client that I was really like um excited for or yeah or like a, a big breakthrough that you had with a client um that maybe was like struggling with the art therapy even like initially and then maybe having them kind of really discover who they are through with that um like you know in the present moment yeah um I did have one client um he was quadriplegic mm -hmm. so he only had um not only but had use of his mouth um okay ability and he had an injury while he was a teenager and he came to our school later on mm -hmm. um kind of getting used to his new body um and his abilities um and he was able to find a way to make art through mouth painting so we That's were so crazy. To, yeah, so we were able to adapt a paintbrush in a way that he was able to use his mouth to paint. Um, okay. He got so good at it too that it really brought him, I think, a sense of purpose, and he um, applied for and was accepted into an art school with a scholarship for. Oh, I just got goosebumps. That's amazing. So that was just really amazing to see because um, I think it, it was very hard for him to get used to his new body after his injury. But the fact yeah. that he find a passion and like follow that, it was really amazing to like see and have him express himself too about um, the injury and like kind of the trauma mm -hmm. that he went through and, and different things through his art. But yeah. That was probably See, it's stuff like yeah it's stuff like that that just makes you like realize you're like all right I don't really have an excuse <laughs> not to like do certain things you know what I mean because it's like people have like I, I can't imagine not painting or like drawing without my hands but it's like people do do that and the fact that he got into art school is amazing yeah. so I can't even imagine like the self of a, like the the feeling of self-accomplishment that he felt after that yeah. Yeah. And so that was really great to see. And not that like the end result of like art therapy needs to be like, you're going to art. No, therapy. right. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, really not the point, but, um, but it was just really great to see him like find a passion and really go for it. So 
Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, um, I think that's amazing. Cause again, sometimes you kind of have to do things and get out of your comfort zone in order to kind of figure out what is best for you. Um, what's kind of, I know going back to the sense of purpose, like what do you feel your purpose is, um, in doing this as a career? That's a big <laughs> Sorry, I didn't prep you for that one. <laughs> I do profound questions from time to time. I don't know if you know this. I can be really deep. <laughs> yeah. Um, sense of purpose. Um, yeah, I think it's like always been, um, I've always had like this, uh, I don't know. I guess my purpose has always been trying to like help us or mm-hmm. also like I love making things I love being creative and yeah. I think it's helped too that like I've always had encouragement from like my teachers my friends my family like about my art and I think that like helped me go towards this path of like art therapy and like helping others become creative um yeah so yeah I think like my purpose is just trying to help other people like be creative help them mm-hmm. like themselves like have a sense of well-being um and then also for me as an artist I feel like I'm an art therapist but I'm also an artist and mm-hmm. so like my purpose is like making my own art and and finding um myself through my creative process and becoming more self-aware and growing that way so and there's probably How do you... sense of purpose yeah too. no art. yeah no and I it's it's <laughs> like y- your personality is like perfect for someone to help other people kind of discover themselves through your art or through their art. Um, because again, I think you have a little bit of a, like a one-up per se, because you, you do, you did start creating art, um, to kind of help with your emotions or whatever it might've been. But now that you get to kind of transfer that into your daily life of helping others is amazing. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, where that stemmed from was like I benefited from it like let me introduce and help other people also benefit from art yeah what's kind of something that has been maybe like a a pivotal piece of art that you've done recently yeah um I did make a piece recently um about um my cousin he had passed away um maybe about a year ago actually from um like gun violence here in Chicago um so it was really traumatic for our Mm -hmm. family and for his friends and um this was like a way for me to like express like my grief I think and the portrait that I made of him um it kind of shows him more like as a warrior rather than like a victim Mm -hmm. um it's just hard to see like your loved one like become a victim in that way and so I wanted to paint him for like the strong beautiful person that he is or was um and so and it also helped me feel like closer to him mm-hmm. um I do miss him a lot and so it was a nice way to like yeah kind of study him and like think about our relationship and feel closer to him and um yeah. I gave that painting actually to his family as like a tribute and they really appreciated it and it was nice to hear feedback from them that it like represented his spirit and who he was mm-hmm. um and it became like a focal point for them for um like the anniversary of his death which just happened yeah 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 I mean you really captured I mean I I didn't know him but from what you've had shared um 
about him on like social media and stuff like that. I just feel like you really captured um, who that person was. And I think that's kind of something that is, I feel like it'd be hard to do because I could feel that you, I could, you can feel the emotion in the artwork. Um, like you put, you put so much effort into it and that's, that's something that would be hard. I feel like for a lot of people to do, but because you have with the background you know that you have and everything like that. Um, but that's, I just like, it was such a beautiful piece that you created. I I'm so glad that I got to see it. Like when you showed me it, it was so cool. Like I just, there's nothing but like, it's, it's awesome to see. And it's awesome that you can, um, you get to be able to do that for your family and for them um, to really kind of embody who he was. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it was actually like a painting I had told him when he was alive that um, I wanted to paint because I always thought, oh, okay. He looked like a model. Um, anyways, yeah. Funny, but this was like a certain picture. And I was like, yeah. So it's also me kind of just like following up on a thing that I told him that I wanted to. Yeah. Do. So, yeah. So when you do kind of artwork for yourself, when you're kind of doing it for maybe just relieving some stress or relaxation or whatever it is that you kind of any emotions that you want to get out, what's kind of your go-to method? I've always been like really um, good at or attracted to like painting. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, like the fluid um, nature of paint and like blending and like creating colors. Um, mm-hmm has always been like relaxing for me um and I just love color so much so I'm yeah yeah painting like during COVID I got into crocheting um and I think it was just like the repetitive nature like there was like a pattern or something that I could follow and it gave me like yeah control when there was like no control going on with like um yeah and and um during the you know, height of it. So that yeah. was helpful for me. But yeah, I guess mostly painting though. But I know for yeah. you, it's mostly drawing, right? Yeah. So um, I always did drawing. Um, I've drawn ever since I was a kid, but painting lately has been fun to do. I mean, I painted, but it was like, you know, like mimosas and painting with your friends. But it, so it wasn't really like actually like just getting the brush to the um, canvas, but I've started painting more and I, I, you do like, I like your point of like all the different blending and um, the fluid motion of it is so different than like me sketching with like graphite or um, charcoal, you know, whatever it might be. But I just, it is, it's, it's one of those things where I really hadn't done in a long time. Um, and just recently with everything going on, like, I felt like, you know what, I'm going to get back into my art. And I'm so glad I did because it has helped me through so much anxiety, um, and just everything in life that goes on. And going back to your point of having that sense of control, it is, I mean, especially for someone who has like just anxiety up the wazoo, it's like, it just, it really does help you have some sort of control in something in your life when everything else is just chaotic. Yeah. Yeah. That's great that like art can be that for you. Yeah. 
Well, and I think that's what like a lot of my friends, you know, that maybe may not be like ones to draw or paint or anything like that. I'm like, even if it's just picking up a coloring book and just coloring, like sometimes I do that at the office because it just, if I've like dealt with like a intense person on the phone or whatever it might be, it's just like, I'm just going to take a couple minutes to myself and draw or, uh, you know, like sketch something or just color because there's something about it. It's almost like journaling, but like you're not writing the words, you're just, you're expressing it through color. Yeah, I agree. I think like coloring and doodling can be like just just as therapeutic as like a well thought out like painting or drawing. Yeah. More involved than like the product. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's a good point. It is. It's more of the process of it all. Um, like yesterday I actually, I did a painting for my friend, um, for their birthday. And so it's so funny. Cause like, I, huh. That sounds really sweet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was funny. Cause I started it and you get so, I'm sure you can attest to this, but you get so lost in it that you just keep going. And all of a sudden you look at the clock and you're like, Holy shit. <laughs> it's like, it's late. <laughs> like, but you just get so the process of it, like seeing things and, you know, like sometimes I have to, it's, it's almost like people's perspective of the world. Like you're so focused on your tunnel vision of life. And then all of a sudden you have to take a step back and look at it as a whole. And then you realize, oh, okay. Now I see how everything is being put together. And that's how I feel. That's why I think like art therapy is so cool because you can, it's one of those things where you can just focus on one thing and then you take, take a step back and you're like, okay, this is why I'm doing this because now I see everything together. And that's how my emotions have, um, been expressed. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you learn a lot about your art, like after the fact, and you look at it and you see yeah. things and like, oh, that's why maybe I drew that or things like that. Yeah, no, it is. And it's so funny because I, <laughs> I just like the method to your madness kind of thing it's like I realize like as I'm doing like certain paintings like I literally just like I'll like plop on some acrylic paint and just like kind of like go and then also I'm like what am I gonna make with this (laughs) and then I just keep going but it is it's there's just something so therapeutic about it but I guess for for people who out there who you know because I guess I don't really know of many art therapy places here in the cities in Minnesota but where is what's a good way for someone if they want to try it out um to kind of search for it like would they go through like do certain clinics kind of have that on hand on site or whatever or is it is there like a website that you someone can go to to kind of look for a clinic nearby Um, well there is like the American Art Therapy Association and that's the national association so and I think they do have a therapist finder in there where you could um, type in where you live and they may direct you to an art therapist like in your area okay Um, and then some like outpatient like clinics like mental health clinics may have an art therapist on staff Um, a lot of art therapists are also licensed counselors um, so they may be employed at some mental health facilities like near you yeah Um, maybe be able to even ask a doctor for a referral if they know of any art therapists or things like that um and then I think psychology today may have like a therapist finder where you could 
you could select like art therapy as like a, a tool or a skill that you want your therapist to be trained in and things like that. So there are ways okay. to find art therapists in your area. Oh, that's great to know. Yeah. I, um, cause I remember I reached out to you about my friend's daughter. Um, and she, cause she, I, she does like anytime she comes in, like she just love like drawing and stuff like that. And so I, for her birthday one year, I gave her like an art set, like a paint set. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just love seeing like my nieces doing art too, because it, it's something that we can do together because I'm granted <laughs> my art apparently isn't what it, it's supposed to look like. Oh. <laughs> Because you know how kids are critics. Yeah, they're like, um, but yeah, that's not how it's supposed to. I'm like, you know what? To each their own kid. Like, <laughs> I'm doing my own thing. But it is true. It's fun. It's it's fun to see kids really, and, and then it does when you look back on life. Like when we were kids, that was how we expressed ourselves was through art in some form. Yeah, and it's just arts and crafts was always like a big thing when you're yeah. I think it's as you get older that you become more discouraged maybe in like making art or yeah yeah or something why do you feel that like why do you feel like there's that um kind of that gap yeah I I wonder if it's like when you get older maybe people feel less inclined to be as playful or like maybe they're more childlike I don't know I'm, I'm not really sure I'm just kind of yeah speculating (laughs) maybe that could be why yeah (laughs) well I know um you know like art and therapy and all that stuff has been a huge component for you for your own wellness journey but what is something else that you do outside of the art realm to help kind of keep your mind I guess at ease or you know and your your body because the body and mind are so connected true um I do like uh to do yoga um that really helps me like slow down and really like stay in the moment and like be mindful um I think it helps me like release a lot of tension in my body too like Mm -hmm. different yoga poses and stretches and things um so like yoga is really helpful for me and um sometimes I may use like some meditation too um and journaling. Journaling has been something that um, I've done ever since I was a kid too. And that's always been helpful, but yeah. Yeah. And then I think just like hanging out with family, friends and just like reaching out to people. Yeah. Well, I know like (laughs) yoga, I need to get back into yoga because I feel like I'm just so tight. (laughs) And it's like, I always forget like how tight you are until you start doing different yoga poses. And I think like a lot of your anxiety and tension and stuff can be like trapped in your body. And then you you can really like release it and like let go a little bit. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. Do you do, um, do you do like just any type of yoga, like class or do you just do like hot yoga or? Yeah. Um, I really like restorative yoga. I don't know if you've heard of this. <laughs> I have, but I don't know. I think I've done maybe one restorative yoga class, to be honest. It's really, really slow paced. Like okay. one pose for maybe like five minutes or something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I have done that. But it really forces you to like kind of meditate during the pose mm-hmm. and like 
because you're in that pose for so long, it really does like kind of help, I think, with your flexibility and like releasing tension and stuff. And yeah, a mixture of just like slowing down, like being relaxed, like meditating and just kind of like releasing tension with having like a pose for so long. And I I think think I I need to do that more. (laughs) I think some of the yoga um, styles that I've done before where it's like so fast paced, I feel like I can't Mm -hmm. keep up. I'm like, what are we doing now? And I'm looking at everybody like I'm lost. Um, Yeah. Like the slower pace yoga. Yeah, I did do, I did do the vinyasa flow yoga uh, for a while and it, it is fast paced. And so sometimes I'm like, yeah. what is happening? Especially if you have so much on your mind and you're trying to like, just release all the tension from your body. Um, mm-hmm. I should look into the start of yoga around here. Cause yeah, sometimes it's just, you yeah. need to sit, but it's also funny. Cause I feel like some poses I'm like, when are we done with this pose? Cause <laughs> oh, <laughs> this yeah. <is> hard. <laughs> yeah. Luckily the restorative poses are like very easy going on yeah. your body. So you'll have like a lot of props and like pillows. That's and true. And things like that. So Yeah. How long have you been doing yoga for? Um, probably several years now. Yeah. Okay. Do you still run? Because I know you used to run. I used to run. I don't <laughs> <run anymore. laughs> That sigh yeah. was the best. High school, college days. I go for nice, leisurely, long walks. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I hear you. I am not the, I know it's so funny because it's like, I used to run and people are like, no, you hate running. I'm like, yeah, I, me too. And then uh, one day my body's like, (laughs) no. Whoops. Yeah, Yeah. didn't you cross country too? I didn't do cross country. I just did track, Um, but I did do, but in college, I ran just to stay fit. Like I ran kind of as a, my stress reliever, but that's why it's so funny because now I look back, I'm like, how did I do that? I know, me too. <laughs> that just seems aggravating to my body. Right. Like I'm oh. running seven minute miles. What happened? <laughs> seven minute mile? That's faster than me. <laughs> mine's, like, mine's like a 12 minute mile. <laughs> a long time ago. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever did a seven minute mile. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you did cross country, right? In high school? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that did that fall in line though with soccer? Because did, didn't you play soccer too? I did play soccer. So I played soccer for a couple seasons and then I switched over to like cross country. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I was like, I knew you did, but I just couldn't remember like the season wise. I know. Yes, we did. Which for me though, cause you're taller than me. So it's funny for me. Cause I'm like, I, like, I'm like five, one, five, two. So it's like, yeah, it's hard to like get over those people. Things. Yeah. People would be like, you did hurdles. I'm like, I have really long legs for my body. <laughs> it makes a difference. It does. No, yeah. I, yeah, I do remember all oh, the days of when I could be fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but leisurely walks or I'll go hiking or something I like hiking so like in I do too yeah see I I would do hiking like it's and it's funny because even though you're like at an elevation or whatever it might be it doesn't seem as hard as like if I were to just go on the stair climber for like 10 minutes yeah it's a lot more fun because you're like kind of exploring right 
easier rather than just like staring at like the screen, you know? While you're- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I get that. Um, but anyway, so going back to the, yeah. going back to the art. <laughs> um, what, do you have any um, fun things coming up on the pipeline for you for your art? Well, I, I do want to make like a collection of paintings. Um, okay. I'm just trying to figure out the subjects for them. Um, but I do want to continue kind of the technique that I used with the last painting, um, mm-hmm. the portrait that I made. Um, it was like a mixture of like acrylic pouring and uh, portraiture. Um, okay. Those are two things that I used to do separately, but now I'm kind of experimenting with like combining them. Um, cool. So yeah, my plan is to like have um, come up with a collection this year of portraits, but, and I'm trying to lean towards, uh, with like the subjects, I'm kind of leaning towards either maybe like Filipino, um, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like famous Filipino people or things like that to like showcase like our Filipino heritage, or I may also was thinking about subjects. that are maybe more related to gun violence and possibly kind of um, shedding some light on that issue. Um, yeah. Because of my experience with like my, my cousin. So. Right. No, yeah. of course. What, um, besides that as kind of like your driving point for your artwork now, what has been kind of something that has helped inspired you for previous art pieces? Yeah, I used to be like in a Filipino artist collective and so mm-hmm. a lot of our artwork was about Filipino heritage um, and identity, uh, Filipino folklore. Um, and I did have a exhibit at the Field Museum with yeah. local like Chicago Filipino American artists. Um, Which I do brag to people about. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I mean, I mean to have it in a museum, like a legit museum, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah. just saying. It was such a cool experience. And mine just makes it on the wall, like in a person's house or like a fridge. <laughs> yeah, your art is still very valuable and I love your Thank art. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and then I've I've also just usually I do art pieces about like experiences in my life because I have used it as a way like to um, mm-hmm. yeah as like a therapeutic tool for me so yeah do you feel like whenever you're kind of struggling on your like in your own you know daily life or whatever you might be going through at times do you feel like you have you ever had a moment where you just didn't want to use art as a way to express your emotions um yeah I I think in that case I I usually do like journaling like I write some sort of creative outlet though yeah it's always been like a creative outlet for me um yeah I mean sometimes it could be exercise or yoga but mostly like it's always been writing or art yeah or just you know someone that I am comfortable talking to or whatever yeah and do you journal daily or because that's like one thing that's been hard for me is to consistently Mm -hmm. do it on a daily basis yeah I don't do it on a daily basis oh, okay <laughs> so I'm not alone <laughs> okay you need to put that pressure on yourself okay. <laughs> that makes me feel way better yeah. <laughs> no I kind of just write in my journal when like I feel like I need to like get something out or maybe I want yeah. 
something special that happens. So it could be like twice a week. It could be like once every three weeks or just whenever things pop up and I need to like write. So, so I can tell my therapist that I don't have to be consistent because oh. my cousin who is an art therapist <laughs> said, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, but I get that. That I think that's where I struggle is like, people are like, oh, I journal daily. I'm like, I, I don't though. So I feel like I almost like I have to do it daily, but knowing that not everyone does daily makes me feel so much better. <laughs> yeah. I think you should like follow what you like, what your needs are and trust yourself and like what's helpful for you. So yeah journaling every day isn't going to be really helpful maybe yeah, like sorry. week yeah, or whatever yeah sorry my like dog is like oh, he's, <laughs> he's been whining he's like oh. when I was painting yesterday he literally was crying because I wasn't snuggling with him I'm like dude I snuggle with you all the time you baby yeah. like you're fine <laughs> anyways continue <laughs> Yeah, I think like pets are also like a, a good source for like like therapy. Oh yeah. We have a pet therapist too at my at my work. But yeah. Well it's funny, yeah, because my mom actually yeah. So my mom actually she gave me of course after church, she like dropped off this like it was like a little sheet of like how dogs are like therapeutic for their owners or whatever. And I'm like, it's so true because there's something about having that not companionship, but like that person that that or not that person but like that like animal that's always there for you like and is excited to get whenever you come home and they're like wagging their tails <laughs> like, yeah. but that's why you see like when you see like the animals like going into hospitals and stuff to help like sick patients like it's so true like that um are I just I'm such an advocate for therapy in general because it's helped me through so much. And I think that's like been the hardest part is I feel like a lot of people are still in that mindset of, you know, therapy is, you know, like that's for like crazy people or, you know, whatever it might be like, but the, there's such a stigma still on it. And I just, yeah. I love that you were able to come on here and share a, little bit, a different, you know, a different type of therapy even. Cause a lot of people just do the whole like counseling route or psychiatry route. And so I think it's cool that you're doing something different um, that also helps with creativity. Yeah, that's a good point too, is that like art therapy, music therapy, there's also like dance movement therapy. There's a lot of other yeah. things than talk therapy, if that's not an avenue that's as helpful for you or you feel as comfortable. Right. Yeah. Well, and especially because they're, again, going back to everyone being their own individual person, it's, you know, some people may be more prone to um expressing themselves via listening to different types of music like I know when I'm listening to like rock music it's like I'm getting my shit done like and working out but it's like when I'm listening yeah Yeah. like you know there's like certain (laughs) different types of music that you listen to um but that's the thing with even art like sometimes for me it's like god I'm feeling like really anxiety like anxious or um stressed out so I'll just like pick up a paintbrush and just start painting well now because but then it's like at the end there's like paint all over my face my hands I'm like whatever (laughs) (laughs) I'm like a messy painter um (laughs) yeah but have painting clothes that I wear oh yeah no I don't I don't (laughs) really care (laughs) because I don't have nice 
close. <laughs> I don't go out anymore. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But no, there there is something about picking up that paintbrush or picking up that pencil and just seeing what comes out. Because sometimes, like I remember one time I was just drawing just to see what would come out. And it was like very erratic. I, it would okay. be the best because I was like very much in a very dark place and like it was just it's so funny to see like my artwork like during the winter time here versus like summertime because that also has a different layout I feel but I don't know if you've noticed the difference with your patients with that too like different seasons because Chicago also has like the winter fall summer I do see like some of my clients um like their moods are a lot different in the winter time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, people are more like prone to like depression or just like feeling tired or, um, and so you do see that they have like, I feel like a lot more brightness or emotion um, or like energy, like in the yeah. summer or fall. So yeah, I think winter's like hard on everyone. Yeah. So. Uh, especially like in the Midwest, it's like- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just be bright and sunny. <laughs> I honestly, I got one of those happy lights. Have you heard of those? Yeah, I actually, oh, it's in my room, but it's, I do have one. I actually, I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. I'm, it's, I'm so glad I got it because my friend was actually telling me about it because she also has really bad anxiety and she has, I think, seasonal um, affective disorder. So right. she's like, having that during the winter has helped so much but hers was like industrial style <laughs> like oh, well, mine's just like a little like you know yeah, like a little light yeah <laughs> but I love it because it just starter one yeah <laughs> mine's a newbie style <laughs> yeah no I yeah I love that thing it's it's such a great thing because again we need that brightness like brightness and then also yesterday just going to the sauna and just like feeling the heat oh yeah I know I wish so the gym that I currently am at doesn't have a sauna and my old gym Uh, did but I'm like that's okay I'll just sit maybe I'll go to a tanning booth or something I don't know (laughs) but I just like I miss the warmth (laughs) yeah a hot bath I don't know yeah I know I actually started taking cold showers uh my health coach had recommended doing cold showers for anxiety because it kind of helps you focus on your breathing um yeah it it sucks but it's I still do it yeah it it is it's very helpful but it's just like like it's really cold yeah yeah so it's kind of like going on the have you ever heard of like the um cryogenic like the Mm -hmm. cryotherapy yeah so it's kind of essentially like that but it's like my coach said it's like the poor man's version of it because like everyone has access well mostly everyone has access to water so it's like you can just take a cold shower like a really cold shower so that's what I do um but yeah it's I mean it's definitely worth it so but um okay so I do want to thank you again for joining me but I am going to end with a lightning round (laughs) oh my god a lightning round okay do I win something no, you don't. You uh, <laughs> no. Sorry. I was gonna say you. Like <laughs> it was, it was fun to see you though, because it's been so long since we've seen each other. Because I haven't been to Chicago since like Amara was like I think two or three, and she's yeah. 
10 now. Yeah. She comes back home. I know. I know. Well, because you guys, someone was like, don't you guys have a Jollibee in Minnesota? I'm like, the closest one is in Chicago. Well, you guys don't have Jollibee. No. And I miss Jollibee. Yeah. For the listeners out there, it's like the best fried chicken for Filipinos. Yeah. Yes. And it comes with a little side of gravy that you get to dip. There's something about that. And then like with the rice, like there's that combination. It's like, it's probably not the most like nutrient dense thing, but it's so delicious. So delicious. Yeah. Cause how far is that from you guys from over out there? So we have a, actually we have two Jollibees. Um, what? (laughs) Don't mean to brag, but, um, yeah. (laughs) Well, road trip <laughs> yeah um they're probably like maybe like 15 20 minute drive from where I'm at so oh that's, that's not bad. bad yeah yeah because for some reason I was thinking like it was further from Chicago because isn't there one or maybe it's like the seafood city that I'm thinking of there's one at seafood city um and then that's that is in a neighborhood of Chicago and then there's also one yeah um and this got it okay so maybe that's what I was thinking of okay yeah well I'll definitely have to I know it's been so long since I've seen you um but going back to the lightning round are you ready okay okay, I'm ready okay all right donuts or cake donuts or cake yeah okay okay (laughs) like serious questions again on my oh the meaning of life Okay. No, I gotta make things fun. <laughs> things can't always be serious. Okay. Come on, you know me by now. <laughs> um, <donut>. Okay. <laughs> if you could be any animal, what would it be? Any animal. Um, I would probably be a bird because I like that they're able to fly around and explore. It's like a new different perspective than like walking. Oh, that's a good answer. That was actually pretty deep. Most of my friends would just say like an animal. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. See, see, you're deep. <laughs> favorite movie. Oh my gosh, a favorite movie. Um, I've always this is a weird one, but I've always loved The Labyrinth with David Bowie. Why? <laughs> that just that kind of makes sense for you. I'll just like maybe for me I loved it while like growing up watching it and I'll watch it every now and then now it's just like a feel-good movie (laughs) and I I could see that being your favorite movie (laughs) I had a weird crush on like David Bowie as the Goblin King (laughs) okay I love that um do you have a favorite color favorite color is um pink wait is it periwinkle I think that's my favorite one it's like a mix of like purple oh, so... you can tell you're an artist because you're really yeah. so specific on the color <laughs> most people are like blue <laughs> green <Yeah. laughs> periwinkle. periwinkle but I, but it's funny because I do know what you're talking about <laughs> you do know that color okay good. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um <laughs> favorite food favorite food probably crab legs all you can eat crab legs. <laughs> Yum. Dipped in like garlic butter. Um, <laughs> and then, okay, but do you eat it with rice like Filipinos do? I do sometimes. If it's okay. A- 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, do you have a hidden talent? If so, what would it be? Oh, a hidden talent. <sighs> that I, I don't really know. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fine. We'll go back. I'll have to we'll go back to it. That. Yeah. Uh, what does a person need to be happy? What does a person need to be happy? I think like their um, perspective I think like happiness is all about like your mindset and your perspective on things. So that's what I think, yeah. like having like a, a positive perspective on things or just reframing things. Um, yeah. That's a good one. Uh, okay. So this, I think I know the answer to this next one. <laughs> First celebrity crush. <laughs> First celebrity crush. David Bowie. Uh, I guess it could have maybe no, or, or the first one that you can Jonathan Taylor Thomas oh JTT yeah whatever happened to him yeah. is, he, is he still acting or is he like doing like a normal job thing I have no idea maybe I might like put that in the google machine later and see <laughs> take a deep dive oh good old see you're gonna end up like going down the black hole of that one yeah um okay toilet paper roll over or under Oh, over. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> what is control when it's under? You know, it's like too much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's oh, just, it what just, happened it here? just I don't my friend sent me, I know, my friend sent me a little meme. It's like beards are cool with like it over and then um, mullets are bad and it's like under. I'm like, yeah, that's true. Uh, um, that's a good okay. Way I know, I know. Uh, what is a place that is on your bucket list that you want to travel to right now? Oh, I've always wanted to go to Berlin, actually. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, because I hear that there's a really big, like, artist community there. And I would just yeah. explore all the different art forms there and stuff. And yeah, and to see yeah that'd be cool. Things. Yeah, so. I have heard that, too, actually, about Berlin with the art stuff. So that's that'd be cool. Uh, yeah. What is a song that best describes your life right now? A song? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there's so many songs. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, there, there's literally not been one person so far that has been like, this is it. Like, they, like, have to, like, think about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember this, like, one song. Or, you know what? I was listening to Alanis Morissette earlier today that one song and it's just talking yep. about like all the like things you go through and how you can learn from them and anyway nothing's better than Alanis Morissette in the 90s it's just amazing yeah. I saw her in concert recently she had her 25th um anniversary of her Jagged Little Pill album oh that was that good I bet that, that was, was so good. good to see okay that's awesome uh if you could have a superpower what would it be power it would be to be able to understand and speak any language Ooh, that is a good one um what is one <laughs> I kind of want to know what this is but I I catered this one for you <laughs> what is a what is one of your favorite memories of us oh our favorite memories okay there's many I think the ones I can remember, like when we were younger, maybe like our Easter egg hunts or <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were so 
cute. And then um, I remember one time we made like an igloo with your brother and like my brother, like we were younger. I think. Oh, I'm sure. Well, so it's funny that you say the egg Easter egg hunt, because do you remember when like Warren and my brother both like decided to hide our baskets, like, and it uh, like very, like, it was like way at the top of like a cabinet. Oh, I, I think you guys were at our house one year. Okay. I can't remember, but I don't remember how old we were, but I remember they did that. And I remember like being so upset because like, I'm short, I can't reach it. <laughs> No, I bet they were just laughing. Like, not her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did love those Easter egg hunts, though. I know. Well, speaking <laughs> of, so my, this is kind of a sidetrack off of the favorite memories, but my other favorite memory, I didn't live it and neither did you because we weren't alive yet, but there's a video of our brothers. I think they were maybe just one. Mm-hmm. And there's literally... Uh, it's like my brother goes up behind Warren and pushes him down oh. <laughs> and you just hear your and you can just hear your dad go Alfred that wasn't very nice <laughs> I could see my dad saying that that's hilarious <laughs> like they're both still in diapers so it's like the funniest video god if I find it, I'm gonna have to try and figure out a way to like digitally like attach it to like an email or something and send it to you because it is so right. comical so my brother was like man I was a jerk I'm like yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> <poor woman." laughs> like, took you a while I know. <laughs> it. come on now <laughs> right so oh god I know uh, but no I always I was trying to actually find the it might still be at my mom at my like mom's house but like it was a picture of me you and Christina at Mall of America oh yeah yeah that was yeah I know that was always fun we do have a lot of good memories um so and then the last question that I always like this is a little bit more deep but what is a word word of advice that you'd give to today's youth just one word no so like word like what's like what's advice that you'd give sorry (laughs) not like just one word sorry oh god let me think of yeah yeah (laughs) fun (laughs) fun have lots of fun (laughs) no I think that is important have fun Um, and um and yeah maybe not take things um so seriously or personally and like being playful or um having fun with things or finding the joy in things and like the little things that's a good one yeah no, that's good. Right that's that good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then for the listeners out there, do you have like a like a social media or anything that has like your artwork that you share? That's because I know some people's yeah. accounts are private and some are public. So I just didn't know if you have one that right. people can look, yeah, or follow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for mentioning that. But um I don't right now. Yeah. Um yeah. I, I mean I used to be like more I, I had a website or things to like show my artwork, but lately yeah. it's about like making art for myself and not really. Which is sure. still very, yeah, which is because sometimes those pieces of art are kind of more geared towards what you're feeling in that moment. So I get that. Mm, yeah. That's okay. I can just share pictures of us as kids. <laughs> cool. 
I could also send you some pictures of my artwork if you want to show those. But yeah. Yeah. No. No, <laughs> you're fine. No, your are is very cute too. Yeah, I mean, we were we were really cute kids. I'm just saying, with yeah. like our little like, I had like that Dora haircut going on, and yeah. Oh man. <laughs> and then my mom dressing me up and my sister in the same clothes. Oh yeah, and it's funny because in our pictures it'd be like one random outfit for Allison and then two matching outfits for Jennifer and Christina and then people would like mix me and my sister up all the time like Christina Jennifer I don't know (laughs) well you know it's I think it has to be Filipino thing because now my mom just says like everyone's name all in a row because Uh, she forgets because there's so many A's like there's me Allison Alfred Amara Alani like there's just so many A's now she's like yeah one of you (laughs) it's like okay (laughs) that's close enough mom that's fine (laughs) yeah but awesome well thank you again it was so much fun to get to know more of your like the professional side because again I only knew like a little bit about art therapy but I can kind of see the value in it because of the fact that we do express ourselves sorry my dog like licking my hand um (laughs) to express ourselves in different ways so I love that and I am so glad that you're doing that with other people too and helping them with whatever it is that they're going through too. Yeah. And I'm glad that art is like helpful for you too. Like, oh yeah, yeah. it's it. I'm glad I am glad that I started doing it again because it's definitely been like, it's just funny because like, I just didn't think I was out of doing art for so long until yeah. I started doing it again. I'm like, oh man, when was the last time I, I actually your drawings and I love, oh, thanks. Sober. Yeah, Inktober. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I have some of that on my wall too. Um, and then I just did um so I did the paintings and then I'm actually I think I'm gonna do another painting too um today just for shits and giggles because I love just doing some sort of artwork. I actually for a while I started doing um a drawing a night just to kind of amazing. Yeah, it was so instead of like my journaling, it was like my way of just kind of like you know, like releasing everything that I had for the day, like in a drawing. And so, um, yeah, so it was, it was, I don't know why, oh, you know, it's cause I would get home from the gym then. And then I get so tired and fall asleep on the couch, but that's, that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> but yeah, no, I do. It is something that I definitely recommend to people is just finding some sort of outlet of either doodling even or my friend picked up embroidery during the pandemic yeah 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 and my crocheting is like I have like a blanket that I still have not finished for like four years so it's okay okay. that's fine whatever it's fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's fine and I also did the wrong pattern so it's like really fun it's just like a yeah it's fine finish projects like art projects like that too they're just I know it's so bad like I think yeah I know I'm like I tucked it away like when I moved I'm like we're gonna put that in a box called crafts and we'll just get to it when I get to it yeah (laughs) I'm actually almost done with my book um have you heard of do you know who Lily Singh is no no. so she's like a she started off as like a YouTube person but now she's like a comedian and um actress but okay. she's hilarious. So she um, wrote this book. It's her newest book. It's called Be a Triangle. Um, okay. It's like a short read, actually, because I think it's only like 90 pages or something. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, but it's basically of like basically found finding like the power from one within. Um, because she grew up um in a you know with parents um who immigrated from like India. So it's like same with us, like first generation mm-hmm. and having like those stereotypical like nope, like you have to do this, you have to do that, like this is what the guidelines are for your life. Um, and so like her like sharing her story about how she came out to her parents as bisexual and stuff like that. Um, but, and it's like how she found like her confidence from within. It's a really good book. Um, like, I love like listening to those ones too, but it's just like, this has also been my creative outlet now has been doing the podcast because it's been fun to just like talk to people and kind of hear what helps people cope, Mm -hmm. especially with the pandemic. I feel like there's just so much angst that people have built up that yeah, it's like, Sorry. I do feel it. Yeah, I do notice that. Scout is Scout's like yeah. whining. Oh my god! Anyway. Like, yeah, he's like, anytime I'm in here recording, he's like crying. I'm like, okay, like I will be done. Can like, can I see him? Can we Scout? Be able to get Scout? Come here. Come here. Oh my oh. god. Yeah, buddy. Can you look at the camera? Pretty boy. Oh, hi, buddy. Hi, baby. Okay. Oh, buddy. Okay. I know, buddy. I know. Look he doubles like a little baby. Look at him. I know he is. He's my little baby. <laughs> my little five-year-old. Okay. Nope, that's not for you. Okay, now you got to go down, and then we'll go outside. Um. But yeah, anyways, (laughs) but yeah, so yeah, but we should definitely keep in touch because I do need to go out to Chicago because one, Jolly Bee, and two for you. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You know. (laughs) Get a seafood study. I know. Well, it's funny because my mom was there. When was it? She had gone there over the summer, I think for like the Philippine consulate. And so- she like on her way back she like texted me and she's like I've got Jolly Bee." I'm like yes so she had brought like drive it that long was it still good by the time it got to you oh I just reheated it I don't care yeah Yeah. but yeah oh like the gravy was still good like I just I know she's so funny and she's like I got Jolly Bee and I got the chicken and I got the gravy I'm like yes yeah it's like the best but and you were just in the Philippines too weren't you yeah, yeah, I was just in the Philippines, and we did oh. eat while we were there. <laughs> I'm so jealous. I, I told my mom that you're just in the Philippines. She's like, "Oh, was she?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go back so bad. It's been so long." So, yeah. when was the last time you went there? Um, I think 2011, 2011. Okay, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because it was right when we found out my mom had. Yeah, yeah. that was when my mom had. Yep, and then that's the that's also when we found out Chrissy was pregnant so my oh, brother was like you gotta fight mom because you're gonna get your yeah, first grandchild yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's kind of crazy like it's been that long but it's yeah. funny because when you as you know I'm sure like when you go back it's like you see your cousins like nothing's changed that's like true. except yeah. for appearance but it's like oh okay you're still scared of me because my English oh that's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah one day soon familiar yeah yeah very like a lot of ways similar yeah yeah for sure awesome well we'll talk to you soon 
right. Thanks, Allison. Awesome. Thanks. See ya. Bye. You too. Bye.